The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Uh, we have a bonus edition podcast, a short little mini pod today. We got the opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation with 49ers running back Raheem Mostert, the star of the NFC Championship game. So we had to take that. I uh, wanted to spin it out there and go ahead and, and pop it out there. We'll have a Brady Quinn football show on Wednesday morning. Um, we will uh, talk to Pete Prisco at some point and Brian McFadden for another show. And then we'll have Ryan Wilson talking to us from the Senior Bowl coming up this week. So those are uh, all the various shows that are coming around. Reminder, we're doing a Super Bowl mailbag for Monday before Super Bowl week as we're all traveling down to Miami. We'll all be down there uh, hopefully doing Super Friends shows and uh, other. we'll have all the other guests and people on the podcast throughout the week. So... Uh, make sure and drop a five-star review with your Super Bowl mailbag question. Today is Tuesday. Drop it sooner than rather than later because we're going to curate them and record them uh, early, et cetera, et cetera. In the meantime, let's go talk to 49ers running back and awesome guy, Raheem Mostert. All right, extremely excited to be joined now on the Pick 6 Podcast by uh, the hero. Well, hero, yeah, the star of the NFC Championship game, uh, an excellent running back, a guy with a cool motivational story, and uh, somebody who's going to get a lot of media attention over the next two weeks heading into the Super Bowl, Raheem Mostert. How you doing, Raheem? Yeah, I'm good. How about yourself, Will? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, you're up extreme. You know, we're recording this on uh, on a Tuesday morning. You're up early. I know you had a bunch of like national radio hits. We thank you for taking the time. Are, are you? Is it all sort of still surreal right now? What you're what you're going through in the wake of rushing for more than 200 yards uh, to help the Niners advance to the Super Bowl? Man, it, it's still so surreal. Um, I still can't believe it. Um, but you know, it was one of those things where, man, I just came in and uh, I just wanted to do my part, and uh, <laughs> I did exceptionally well. Um, and you know, I I can't give enough credit to uh, the O line and and George Kittle and um, Kyle used check for, for helping, you know, helping me accomplish that feat, uh, 220 yards rushing and, uh, NFC championship game. Um, that hasn't been done, uh, before and four touchdowns. So, I mean, um, like I said, that just the O line, everybody, even the receivers, man, Emmanuel Sanders, everyone, Debo Samuel, um, you know, Kendrick Bourne, everybody out there doing their part and helping me, uh, you know, achieve that feat. Well, you're an extremely humble dude, and I want to I want to I want to ask you about that too, because I and I, and I want to get back to the the question about the the teammates and the scheme, because I got I got some some inquiries about that, particularly Devo Samuel motioning out as a freaking fullback and a lead blocker, man, what a play call by Kyle Shanahan. But first, I, I am yeah. I was we were firing up our Sunday night podcast um, after the game, and I always have the press conferences on because I'm hoping to find some sound and some some you know hear some interesting things, and I mean I, re- I was really floored by what you said in your press conference about how you've been cut by 17s. Do you, you have a sheet 
where you look at it every day before every you literally look at it before every game to say this is where I've been, this is what I've been through, and this as sort of a source of motivation, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, I've been cut by it's six different teams, and you know I wasn't cut by the Niners. So you know there's seven teams in five years. Um, yeah, man, I just look at that. That I have it in my note, my notes on my phone. Um, of all the times I've been cut, and I've been using that since you know since I've been cut by those teams um, as motivation. And then underneath the the dates, I have uh my why's. You know why I'm playing the game. You know my purpose. Um, for um, you know a little motivation of what is at stake, and you know what happens if I don't get the job done. Um, you know my why is like for a prime example, my son. I want him to to see you know his dad is is doing his best to you know to be able to provide for the family and and to do the little things right and you know just teach him teach him all the life lessons that come with you know, adversity and struggle and, and pain and agony, but also, you know, positive, like, Hey, look, my dad made it through the, through the dark tunnels and, and, and got through, um, all the, all the bad things that happened in his career and, and it, it helped him flourish. And, um, yeah, it's like I said, it's one of those things where I just I keep looking at that and it just motivates me even more when I get into to that game mode. Um, and it just, it helps. How uh, how old how old is your son? He's uh he's six six months. He'll be oh man! Six, he'll be actually seven months. Yeah, he'll be seven months come uh, the twenty second. That's awesome. So yeah, you're yeah. Are you're you're fresh in it, but I mean, like, it is. Does it? I mean, I'm not not saying that it. I mean, look, I, I got it. my kid's six. So I mean, I mean, like, I'm I'm a little I'm not jaded. I mean, I still love him. Like he's incredible. You know, but it is. Doesn't it change sort of how you kind of approach everything once you got that kid? Oh, like, yeah. Did it did it did it flip your mentality and sort of? I mean, do you think that helped you on the field, knowing that like it it changes what's important and what matters in your life? Uh, having that kid was that was that maybe part of the process too? Oh, it definitely definitely was a part of the process. Um, yeah, I I, I look at it as man, you know, motivation because um, you know, he looks up to me. I know he does. And, oh, yeah. you know, he it, he he doesn't say it right now because he, he can't talk. But you know, <laughs> you just look into his eyes and you just know, hey, look. You know, like dad's my best friend. He gives you that type of look. You know how it is, man. You're so oh, yeah. your eyes. You already know like that that connection. So, um, for me to look at my son and just be in awe by, you know, the that the fact that I brought him in like he's into this world is just unbelievable. And like I said, I try to tell my teammates, man, look, fatherhood it'll take you to a whole different level, man. Um, I really I really believed it a little bit. When, you know, I saw my teammates from before I had my son, but man, having your own son, you really get amped up and you really have that real true feeling like, hey, look, man, I'm going to accomplish this for you. Like, I don't care what's going to happen. Like, I can get beat up, you know, broken bones, anything. Um, but I know that it's going to be worth it because I'm looking at you right now and it's all the motivation. Yeah, it's, 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 it's extremely true. It gives you uh, dad superpowers, which is uh, oh, yeah. the, oh, the yeah. strongest. Oh, yeah, dad, like the dad power. Like I might not be the strongest dude in the world, but you've got You know, if it involves my son, I could do about anything. You know, you're you're from um, Florida, and you're. I mean, yeah. You know, I, I mean, you're you're not you're not. I think you grew up like three hours away from Hard Rock Stadium. Is is it is it cool to head back there for for the for the Super Bowl? Man. Is that something you're looking forward to? 
man, man, you just said three hours, man. It, I'm telling you right now, that is so cool, man. Like, I remember my first NFL game that I went to. Uh, I was I was with my grandfather, and we made that trip down the down the. Uh, it was the old stadium, uh, not the Hard Rock. Um, and uh, we watched the Dolphins play, man. And my favorite player at the time was Ricky Williams, man. Just seeing yeah. him just tear it up, and uh, they beat the Patriots that that game. Um, when I like I said, I was probably about like eight or nine years old. And, you know, just going to see that, man, and, and to finally being able to play in Miami like that in a big stage, man, it's just – it's I'm I'm starting to get the, the, the goosebumps to think about it right now, <laughs> truthfully. You should be, man. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be the Super Bowl at Hard, like at Hard Rock. It's going to be – I mean, it's the it's the biggest stage in the world. And um, you yeah, get to be on yeah. it. You know, your coach has been there before, Kyle Shanahan. He is an offensive coordinator for the Falcons in a game that – he probably doesn't like to talk about, but I actually think in, in is probably good experience for you guys going in because he has been there. He has dealt with, uh, the heartbreak of losing a very close Super Bowl in, uh, in a game that they probably felt they should have won. And I would guess that that keeps him really aggressive in his play calling. I am curious, like I mentioned that Debo Samuel play that, I mean, what, what he, what Kyle Shanahan does on offense, I don't really think that the average NFL fan fully grasps just how intricate and complex He's uh, of a running scheme he's created, right? Yeah, yeah, man. He's, man, I'll tell you, Kyle's a mastermind, man, when it comes to, you know, schemes and the schematics of how we're going to, how we're going to play. And, uh, man, he does a great job, you know, getting guys in, in winning positions and, and doing all the right things and one on one battles and stuff like that. Um, you know, but I also stem back from his time when he was, you know, um, he was, you know, with his dad and stuff like that and learning yeah. as a, as a young, uh, as a young one, um, just being around, you know, football players and uh, all the greats like um, Terrell Davis and <laughs> all those guys, you know, um, uh, uh, Shannon Sharp, everyone, you know, they talk about that all, to this day, how it just helped them grow in the philosophies and the mindset. Um, and it just, like, like I said, it just transpires into what we have today. Um even all the experiences he went through, man, and all the ups and downs, you know, it's basically trial and error, man, and trials and tribulations and, you know, trying things and putting people, like I said, putting people in those winning positions. And he, he's doing a, a great job with that type of stuff. Yeah, it was pretty cool. You were talking about fathers and sons. I mean, how freaking – I would say – this is all I could think about during the game because they would kept – you wouldn't, unless you've gone back and watched the broadcast film, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know this, but they kept cutting the mic in the box. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, no, okay. I, I, I noticed it. Yeah. It was, okay. It was yeah. I guess, crazy, actually, I guess, yeah. did you, did you go back that night and like watch the game over again? Cause I, I would have done that if I were you. Yeah. They, they send us a TV copy and we, okay. we watched the game. I, I like to watch the game on TV copy. Um, just to, you know, to hear the atmosphere, hear the noise, hear, you know, what, the commentators are saying sometimes you got to tune out that stuff too as well. But <laughs> you um, didn't have to do it this time. See. And then, and I don't know, didn't have to do it this time. But uh, you know, I also like watching the defense, man. And that's that's where you get because I don't usually get the defensive side of the ball um, yeah. unless it's the the actual uh, you know broadcasting copy. Um, so like I said, I just we all go back and watch it, listen to it, and yeah, I saw those cut ups, man. Where where uh, Mike was in in the booth and um, they just kept showing in you know what prouder moment you know for 
for Mike to have his son, you know, being in the Super Bowl. And, and run, but running his, but running his scheme and like with a guy who, you know, I mean, um, in terms of you, you were an undrafted free agent. That's sort of Mike made his bones having guys step in and really mm-hmm. dominate without, you know, being a first round pick or whatever. And it was, it was the similarities to me and the parallels were just fascinating to watch that I mentioned that back to that Debo Samuel touchdown. Like, are you thinking when he, I mean, are, is that a play where you're actually, I want to ask you about the first touchdown play first because mm-hmm. the, the third and eight, the trap call. I mean, yeah. did y'all did y'all know what 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 Green Bay was bringing on that play? And it's like this trap is going to work. And I mean, and by the way, when you watch what your offensive linemen are doing blocking on that play, like it's I mean, it's pretty crazy how far Staley gets out to get that backer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. man. First and foremost, you know, Kyle calls a play, we're just going to run it. You know, um, he it was one of those things where it was third and eight, and uh, you know, we're already we're just trying to get some some yardage to to. If, if we don't get the first down, then we'll we'll get points on the board and kick a field goal. You know, it was that's you know it's the situational ball, um, and the defense was you know unfortunately in the wrong position. And uh, you, like you said, you mentioned Joe Staley coming across and you know doing what he did and block man had that nice uh, that nice block on that backer and you know I saw a crease and I just hit it so. Um, I just used my gears to get to the end zone. <laughs> did you know once you got past the second level that you? I mean, did you? You're like, I'm scoring. I mean, was it? Uh, or was oh, it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I, okay. It's like, hey man, look, like I got a guy <laughs> right in front of me. You know, he doesn't know where I'm going, and he's not gonna have the best angle on me because I'm already fast. I'm gonna use that to my advantage. So, um, I'm gonna just you know blow past him, and that's that's what happened. Well, all right. How about the fourth touchdown? Because that to me was, you know, like you guys have a lead, but you know, the Packers are sort of trying to hang around and you want to really put it out. You want to put it out of reach and, and, and bury the game. Um, d- deep, cause I, th- I think there's, I don't believe there's anybody lined up on the left side. Like it's trips to the right, I think, without looking yeah. back at the motion Debo on the, on the interior and then have him pop out as a lead blocker. Like that's the sort of stuff that I mean, A, is really creative usage of a rookie wide receiver. B, it's crazy that Debo yeah. could do that in, in that sort of formation. He laid a hit on the guy. Um, and, and then see, yeah. like, was that a play too where you're thinking, all right, if this pops and this works right and we get the right look, we're scoring here? So that play actually was, uh, more of a, a power play. Um, you know, I was supposed to run inside. <laughs> and, yeah, cause uh, you, you had to pop it outside guard, after the guy our, got back in the backfield, right? Yeah. Our guard, so the guard, yeah. So the guard was coming on the pull in play. And, uh, yeah, he, the, the defender, the DN actually long shouldered the play. And, um, I didn't see a crease it like, like normal on a power play. I didn't see a crease right up the middle. So I took my read outside and Debo so happened to be, uh, you know, in the jet sweep motion. And, uh, he noticed that I was, I bounced it. And, uh, he saw that, like I said, I bounced it. And, man, he was just like, hey, I'm just going to be a lead blocker. So he transitioned from just having a, more of that jet sweep. You oh, wait, know, so so wait, so his so his jet sweep motion was just a fake to to open up the interior yeah. crease, and then he just played yeah, the blocker yeah, yeah. on the fly. And he just yeah, he just played the block, <laughs> man. And that's what you, that's what you gotta have, man. You gotta have football players, and that's what we are. We're we're football players, smart football players that go out there and, and you know execute the X's and O's. But you know it takes it takes a whole nother level. Um, that's where you have to have that common sense, or you know something. 
in that nature. And Debo, man, you know, uh, at the beginning of the year, man, he, he wasn't running that jet sweep fast enough, and Kyle got on him, you know. He, mm-hmm. he basically told us that a couple a couple, uh, a couple days ago at the team meeting. Actually, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday he told him, hey, like three months ago, man, you weren't – I had to get on you about this motion. Now look what happened. You you ran the motion right, and and now you were a lead blocker in transition. So, um, yeah, it was one of those things where, hey, look, he – he he made a smart, smart uh, business decision, smart decision, and you know we ultimately scored. Um, all right, uh, I got I got one more question for you, but I, I want to point out that like you're about to head to Florida. When you guys are probably uh-huh. leaving on what Sunday, maybe or Monday, Sunday, probably Sunday yeah, night. Yeah, we're, we're, I think we depart on Sunday. What are you like around noon our time? How are you preparing for the next ten days of your life? Because it's about to get really insane. Like you're <laughs> you're gonna be. I mean, you're gonna just- be. You're going to be dealing with a lot of people talking to you, like not even the pressure of the Super Bowl, just like sort of the onslaught of media, I think, and like attention is going to be intense. Like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious, like how, like what kind of minds are you just like, you know what? I'm just going to treat it like every other day. How do you approach it? Yeah. I'm just going to treat it like it's a game. Uh, I'm, I know it's, I'm not trying to get hyped, but I, like, I, I got to keep it, keep it at a level where, um, I know I got to, you know, uh, go into it with a good week of practice, um, you know, and make sure that I do all, all my things, all the little things right. Because, um, this game, man, you, you have one mistake, man. It could be costly. And, uh, I don't want that. So I'm going to just treat this as, as a game, you know, for the, for the week, I guess. I don't know. I, I haven't really thought about this question yet, you know, um, just sitting back, just absorbing everything that, you know, has been coming my way thus far. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just going to take this game like it's like another game, even though I know it's the biggest game of my career. Um, yeah, I, I can't let my highs get too high or my lows get too low. So just pop open those notes, man. Just pop open those notes and those motivations yeah, and look in the exactly, morning. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's one thing about Raheem Mostert that, uh, that's like kind of a fun, like a fun fact or like a surprising thing or like an interesting, you gotta, like some sort of something that might come about during this media day when you gotta sit there for an hour and a half on a podium or an hour on a podium and get asked insane questions by people in superhero costumes. What's a, what's a, what's a quirky fun fact that might pop up? Um, let's see. Quirky fun fact. Um, I'm excited. I, I'm kind of bummed that I'm gonna miss J-Lo's performance. <laughs> <laughs> a J-Lo yeah, fan, man. Man, yeah, I'm a, I'm a JLo fan, man. I really, I really like JLo a lot. She, uh, yeah, I mean, she, she did a great job. One of my favorite movies, truthfully, is uh, Selena. Okay, that's good. Man. Yeah, that's good movie. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was you know, JLo, uh, man, and low key, uh, great performance by JLo as well. Have you ever seen Out of Sight with her and George Clooney? Very good performance. Out of Sight, yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, very man. good movie with her. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, Raheem. That's good stuff, man. We uh looking for we'll see you down in Florida. I uh, appreciate you taking the time. Right. Great job last week and look forward to an awesome Super Bowl from you, man. All right, sounds great. Thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate it.